Welcome back to He Leadeth Me, a podcast dedicated to the spiritual formation of focused staff, students, and friends. I'm your host, Jess Navin, and today I am joined once again by Father John Ignatius Ezradi, one of our national chaplains. And today we're going to talk about spiritual direction. So, Father John Ignatius, I know that a lot of our missionaries might have never received spiritual direction before. It might be a totally new topic for them. And uh, that's an even greater likelihood among our students and friends. So I guess my main question for you today is, what would you tell someone who asks you, why do I need a spiritual director? Yeah, Jess, uh, thank you for having me again. And it's, it's a great question. You know, the first answer that comes to mind is that spiritual direction has always been very, very present in the history of the church. Uh, when you look at the lives of the saints, you see that all of them uh, always sought to have a spiritual director. Moreover, sometimes it was difficult for, for them to find one. Uh, we had the case, for example, of St. Teresa of Avila. She, she kind of complains a little bit in her autobiography that it was so hard for her to find a good director. But uh, more than uh, uh, Diving into that is just to show the importance that she gave and all the saints always gave uh, to direction because, you know, one of the basic principles in spiritual life is that we are not good judges of ourselves. Uh, it's mm. very difficult to judge ourselves in everything we do uh, because our nature that is wounded by original sin uh, tries to hide our defects or, or, you know, the things that we don't like to see. So it is always very important to have somebody from the outside to, to show us what we don't want to see or maybe we can't see. So that is why the first answer that would come to mind is, yeah, uh, the church has always shown the importance of having a director because a director will always help us see what we can't see. That's very true. Like even just in natural situations, sometimes we're so close to the problem or the question that we can't always see what's obvious to other people. And so we need other eyes on the situation. And how much more true that must be for the most important thing in your life, which is your relationship with God and your growth and holiness. And I suppose that's really, really true when you're looking at discernment of spirits, right? Yeah, that is actually, that is one of the, the first things we, we want to talk about in direction. You know, I always like to say that when we go to see our spiritual director, we, we speak about uh, mainly two things, uh, our prayer life, how our prayer is going and what is happening during prayer. And that will imply, as you say, discernment of spirits and also our growth in virtue. Uh, we need to always remember that uh, what holiness is, is precisely uh, the imitation of Christ, uh, to do what Jesus would do if he were in our situation, in our shoes. So regarding prayer, you know, one of the most uh, difficult things always is uh, to discern spirits. And, and we, we've talked about discernment in, in other in podcasts and, and other occasions, but it is so important to, to have somebody else to help us kind of discern, realize what, uh, what comes from God, and what doesn't come from God when we pray. You know, sometimes uh, we are praying and yeah, we have good thoughts and, and good ideas, but not always do they come directly from God. Uh, we have to remember 
that as we grow in spiritual life, as we hope our missionaries, students, and friends are doing, as we grow in our relationship with God, the devil doesn't sit down just doing nothing. He, he works. So he will uh, present himself under the appearance of an angel of light. That is what St. Ignatius explains in, in the spiritual exercises. He disguises himself. So many times he will, uh, quote-unquote, inspire things that in themselves are good, but may not be good for us. So uh, that is why discernment becomes sometimes a little more difficult. It, it is very easy to discern between uh, what is good and what is evil. That that doesn't imply uh, much of a science, you know. But when there are things that are good in themselves but may not be good for us, it is then when we need somebody else to help us see uh, and understand, well, maybe this doesn't come from God or maybe this uh, is not good for you. For example, uh, many times when I, when I talk to missionaries uh, about their prayer or their discernment about anything they want to, uh, to discern in life, they will uh, say, you know, Father, I, I feel peace when I, I am thinking of this. And my question is, well, can you please describe that peace? Because uh, sometimes it, it is not a spiritual peace uh, that the Lord brings, but it may be just uh, the peace of, well, I will be more comfortable if I, if I do this. Or if I just finish with my discernment, I will feel this relief that is not real peace. Uh, so uh, sometimes it's difficult for us to say, well, this is real peace that the Lord brings, as he says in the gospel. Or other times, you know, uh, people come directly say, the Lord told me this. And how do you know? Because I was praying and the Lord told me this. And my question is, how do you know it was the Lord? Because the fact that you are praying doesn't mean that the devil will be sitting down looking at you pray. He will try to, to, to confuse you, to bring confusion in what you are praying about. So that is why it is very, very useful to have somebody to help you discern, to help you uh, go deep into what you are experiencing so as to see, well, this actually does come from God and I will embrace it and accept it. Or maybe in this case, this doesn't come from God and therefore I have to reject it. Those are really good examples. And I can think of so many of our staff and students who have lived those experiences saying, well, I feel at peace with this. And really there's something deeper to the experience that they're having. And sometimes they just want to do a certain thing. And so it takes a good spiritual director to be able to guide them to what God's will actually is. And then sometimes you get situations where people uh, are ready to act impulsively because they will say, well, God told me to do this because they had a sentence go through their minds. And God can definitely speak that way. But was it actually God? And even just having someone there who you can process the experience with and who can tell you, well, yes, sometimes God speaks that way and sometimes he doesn't. Let's look for more information here. That is incredibly helpful to prevent people from making poor decisions and also just to give them uh, some confirmation. It's really consoling when somebody else tells you, yes, I do think that you are following God's will for your life. Yeah, and as we will say, uh, go willing in the future, but the, the role of the, of the director is not to tell you what to do, is to help you see what God is asking you to do. That is very important. Uh, sometimes people go to the direction expecting the director to say, well, I, uh, I, you have to do this or that. And no, it's, as you well said, it's to just help you go deeper in uh, this uh, experience that you are having to see, well, these are the signs that tell me that this comes from God, or maybe these are the signs that make me 
think that it doesn't come from God. So the director directs in the sense that gives, uh, shows a way to, to go deeper in the uh, self-examine and the self-knowledge and in the uh, yeah, examination of what is going on in our soul. That makes sense. Now, do you have any other reasons why you would recommend that someone get a spiritual director? Yeah, we said that um, the, the core of uh, our, our holiness, what desire for holiness is the imitation of Christ. Uh, so mainly when we, when we want to say, what, what does it mean to imitate Christ? So we, we, it could be so much, right? So I always like to just bring it down to, to, the, ver- to the, uh, the word virtue. You know, uh, it's just to live a virtuous life just like Christ. Uh, so when we want to grow in virtue, obviously that is something positive and we need to uh, repeat, you know, uh, good actions uh, of the virtue we, we want to acquire. But also to grow in virtue implies to uproot our vices, uh, our bad habits. All of us have uh, vices or bad habits. Uh, all of us have defects that we want to get rid of. Uh, one of the most important things in spiritual life uh, is to try to figure out what our main defect is or our main defects, because sometimes we have several. But once we, we figure out what that is, it is important to start working on uprooting that vice or that bad habit or that defect, and then uh, work on planting the virtue that is exactly the opposite. So a spiritual director will always first help you <laughs> kind of see what the main defect is, because uh, sometimes we can be superficial uh, in the analysis we make. Uh, many people say, oh, my main defect is pride. Well, yeah, welcome to the club. I think that <laughs> that is our defect in, in all cases. But the question is, how does pride manifest itself? Uh, and then you will see that many times it will be vanity. Many times it will be kind of, I talk too much about myself. Many times it will be laziness or seeking comfort, different aspects. So when you see what the main defect is with the help of your director, because again, the director will, looking from the outside, will be able to point out to things that maybe you don't see. And then you start working on, on, on that defect, trying to uproot it. At the same time, you are working on the virtue that you want to acquire. So the director, uh, what I always like to say is the, the director will give you kind of tips uh, to say, well, uh, ask God first and foremost, obviously for the grace, because without God, we can do nothing. But then you can start doing all these things that will uh, make you acquire this virtue that you really want. Uh, so it's a, this twofold work to uproot the defect and to plant the virtue. And a director uh, always is very, very helpful for that because, yeah, we, we want to make sure that we, we choose the right thing to work on instead of, you know, beating around the bush. You know, sometimes we, we don't realize and we just say, well, maybe it is this. I'm, I'm not sure. The director will always have an eye to, to, to show you what that is. Uh, another thing is... Uh, we don't see clearly what our defects are because we tend naturally to make excuses. So we mm. excuse ourselves and we say, well, actually this is not that bad. I maybe it's terrible, you know, but we don't, we don't want to see it. So again, not to blame anyone. It's just our wounded nature because of original sin. So that is why the director is so helpful in these cases. Yes. I've had spiritual directors um, in college and then in the convent and then post-convent. So um, there were different situations in life where I wasn't able to keep the same one. But I think one of my favorite spiritual directors, whenever I went into him and described my prayer and uh, the difficulties of that month, he would always say to me, uh, 
this is where you are responding well to God's will. And he would affirm that. And then he would tell me, this is where you need to repent. And sometimes it was just of a thought pattern or sometimes it was an action. But every single time that I met with him, he mentioned repentance and it helped me to grow in virtue. And it was so freeing just to be able to have a name to the sin or the sinful uh, habit that I needed to repent of and just turn to Jesus and say, I don't want this anymore. But I have found spiritual direction to be a huge help in my own growth in holiness. Yeah, I mean, we have to remember that, as you well said, is what we want is to grow in holiness. That is the main reason we, we want the director, you know. And this leads me to another thing that for me it, it is very important when we speak about spiritual direction, which is, you know, uh, the director, because he or she is a spiritual director, will always focus on where, what is spiritual, you know, uh, anything that has a spiritual root, a spiritual origin. Uh, in our times, you know, the risk is, uh, to confuse what is spiritual from what is human. Uh, I mean, it, it's hard to distinguish because uh, we are a unit. Uh, we don't distinguish the uh, in ourselves the spirit, the psyche, the body. Everything is one in us. So it's Father John, it's Jess, the one who is talking. However, in, in, in the way we act, the things we say, the origin of our thoughts, of our actions, may be spiritual or not. So I think the spiritual director uh, is the person to help you see, well, what you are experiencing here is not so much uh, of a spiritual origin, but it may be natural. You are sad because you didn't pass the exam or because uh, your dog died, you know, and you are sad. And that is not uh, a spiritual desolation. It's just sadness, which you had to actually uh, work on. But and the same happens with uh, sometimes people say, well, uh, I have a problem and uh, if I pray three rosaries, I will fix it. Well, no, I mean, that would help probably, but the reason is not spiritual. Or some people uh, give a natural origin to something that is spiritual. So it implies, you know, working on virtue, working on, on your relationship with Christ. So I think uh, a director is very useful for that because it is hard for us uh, many times to distinguish, you know, what comes from a spiritual origin and what doesn't. And, and it is very important because uh, sometimes we don't see the distinction between needing direction, which all of us need, and needing counseling that many people do also. Uh, I am a very pro-counseling uh, priest. I always uh, recommend going to counseling if I see that counseling might help the person because counseling helps us uh, know ourselves better from a more human perspective. Many times people have, you know, difficulties they want to work on. And I have to say, well, but this doesn't have a spiritual origin. So uh, another person that needs to help you in this particular aspect, you need somebody who is trained in counseling to help you see uh, where this comes from, to help you, you know yourself better. And I think that is very important because when we make that distinction, uh, we can say that we will profit way more from spiritual direction and counseling if, uh, if we think that we that will be helpful for us. Now, that's a really interesting distinction because uh, I remember once a missionary came to me and said, well, I don't think I really need a spiritual director because I have a counselor. And, you know, the counselor tells me to pray with different things. And so why do I need both? What would you have said to that? Oh, that's an awesome question, actually. Well, I mean, I would, I would go back to what I said. Uh, the counselor can tell you to pray but I don't think the counselor will be uh, 
trying to make the discernment of spirits usually or, or work on the defects that you want to work on from a charitable perspective in the sense, I want to be more like Jesus. Of course, counseling will always help, but the same happens with the director, okay? The director is not trained usually in counseling. Uh, even if we know some psychology, we're not counselors usually. So I think both things complement each other. Uh, I, I don't think that direction will replace counseling, but also by any, by, by, by any means, well, uh, counseling replace direction, spiritual direction, because they are different things. They deal with different situations in our lives and mainly different origins of our experiences. That makes total sense. Like a counselor would tell you if you're struggling in your relationship with your spouse or your teammate, here are based ways that you can improve your communication. You can start a sentence this way. Uh, when you communicate, you need to do these things. And a spiritual director will be able to help you to understand why God is allowing you to go through this struggle and how it's going to make you more Christ-like. Exactly. You know, and, and we have to remember that things influence each other. So uh, if we have uh, an issue with our spouse, well, that will probably influence our spiritual life. And that is why it is good to talk about that in spiritual direction, obviously. And if we are having a time of desolation or a difficult time in, in, in our prayer, that for sure, it will also influence our relationship with other people. So that is why uh, they complement each other. But as, as you well said, they are very, very different. And, and the, the results are different as well. Now, Father, I've heard some uh, priests say you should always have a spiritual director. And other priests say, you know, I don't think it's necessary for everybody to have one, maybe nuns or something like that. Where do you fall uh, for on that question? Oh, no, I'm, I'm the first one. I mean, you <laughs> need a spiritual director. I mean, if you want to grow in spiritual life, obviously. Uh, but, I mean, we, we assume that everyone who is listening to the podcast really uh, wants to grow in spiritual life. And the reason is what I said at the beginning. We are not good judges of ourselves. So we are called to holiness. I mean, if we are content uh, with just being okay, well, I mean, if you don't have a director, you'll be okay. But if you want to be a saint, and I hope that everyone here does uh, want to be a saint, uh, yeah, you need a director. It's not something, I would say, optional. <laughs> yes, well, we all want to be saints. So... It's important for everybody listening to pray and ask God to help you find a spiritual director. Because even if you do find someone who's available for spiritual direction, there is also just kind of a mysterious fit with certain people. God can choose a director for you. So we want everybody to pray that they will find uh, a really good spiritual director, the right spiritual director for them. But then there's also just the art of receiving spiritual direction well. So in future podcasts, Father John Ignatius and I are going to discuss more about spiritual direction. Uh, we'll delve into topics like, why am I not getting as much out of spiritual direction as I hoped for? How can I receive spiritual direction well? We will dive into this topic more deeply here in future episodes. Uh, but as we conclude today, Father John Ignatius, is there anything that you would like to add on the topic of why you need a spiritual director? You know, when when I was studying uh, to become a priest and I was reading about spiritual direction and, and receiving courses about it, they said, and I was taught that it was an art. Spiritual direction is an art. It's the art of arts. 
so it's so beautiful to see God working through the director. Uh, when, when we have a director, you know, we trust in the fact that God works through instruments, okay? And, and it's a great act of faith and trust. So I think that anyone who really wants to grow in our relationship with Christ and uh, in that trust and, and faith uh, will, will see the importance of having a director uh, just, again, to, to know themselves better, but also to show the trust that we have in, in, in the Lord that works through his servants uh, who are, in this case, the spiritual directors. Thank you, Father John Ignatius, for shedding more light on this topic for us. Could you offer a blessing for all of our listeners? Of course. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good and gracious Father, we thank you for this opportunity that you gave us to reflect about the gift of spiritual direction. We ask you to give us light to always uh, trust in you and to find a director if we don't have one, and to be docile to your will in everything we do. We ask you to give us uh, the openness uh, to receiving anything that you want to tell us through your servants and to be docile to embrace your will in everything we do. And as we uh, finish this podcast, we ask you to come to us with your blessing that we may always seek your greater glory and our own sanctification. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening.